Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode of Wilt Fong Whip Around. I'm Grace Remington in the 24-7 Sports Studios, joined by our director of recruiting, Steve Wilt Fong, who joins us from San Antonio, where you have been covering the All-American Bowl. Steve, a few dozen of the nation's top high school seniors have been out uh, competing at practice this week. So let's talk about some of the top performers. Who are some of the quarterbacks who have impressed you so far? Yeah, 100 of the nation's best high school football players here in the Alamo City. They arrived on Monday, started practice on Tuesday. So we're through two days of practice right now, Grace, as we record on Thursday morning in the top ranked player at the event, the number three player in the top 247 player rankings, UCLA quarterback signee Dante Moore has uh, <clears throat> kind of emerged as, as the top player at his position here through two days. Thought he was outstanding in the seven on seven and 11 on 11 portion of the team combined practices on Wednesday, uh, he really started to hit his stride there. Some of his favorite targets include Ohio State receivers, Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis in Miami slot, Nathaniel Joseph. But he's accurate with the quick hitters to the perimeter. He was attacking downfield, uh, uh, finding open receivers for big plays, throwing from different arm angles. He's been as advertised this week, and it's been a—it's obviously a big pickup for UCLA. He's going to be someone that can come in there and compete right away. Let's talk about the skill players and the guys that might be protecting him and the other QBs. Uh, one of those guys, wide receiver Brandon Innes, I've been seeing videos of his highlights all over the place, but who else on the offensive side of the ball has been catching your eye? Yeah, Brandon Ennis uh, uh, just absolutely knows how to play the game of football, an instinctual receiver, a guy that breaks on the football, terrific hands, very physical after the after the catch, uh, an explosive player once the ball is in his hands. His future Ohio State teammate, Carnell Tate, has arguably been the best overall receiver at this event, uh, um, terrific ball skills, super smooth route runner, easily separates from defensive backs. Ohio State has a standard in their receiver room, and those two guys certainly meet it and will, and will come in and, and, and uh, uh, give Ohio State what they're used to having from a talent standpoint. And Nathaniel Joseph is an important recruiting win for Miami. The Hurricanes have the nation's number four recruiting class. He's a guy that will be an instant impact player for them, in my opinion. Uh, um, maybe the most 
one of the biggest game breakers here alongside Jalen Brown, who's going to LSU. Those are two guys that anytime they touch the ball down here are, are threats to score. In the running back room, I, I, I've really liked what I've seen from Justice Haynes and Ruben Owens. They're both three down backs, Grace. Justice Haynes signed with Alabama, had a terrific senior season for, for Buford High. Legs like a thoroughbred. He's ready to come in and push for time right away uh, at Alabama as they say goodbye to, to Jameer Gibbs. But he's been uh, um, better than expected catching the football, including uh, uh, some really tough grabs downfield. And then Ruben Owens, uh, super fast uh, running back that we knew could stretch the field as a pass catcher. He's getting behind linebackers with, with regularity and, and, and making big plays in, in that regard. And then another West receiver I like is Cordell Russell. He's headed to TCU. Uh, TCU boasting one of the best offenses in the country this year under Sonny Dykes and company. He's a guy that can keep that going for, for them next next year. On the offensive line, I, I think a couple guys that have, have really stood out to me so far, Caden Proctor, five-star offensive tackle, number one offensive tackle in the land, signed with Alabama. The Crimson Tide lose four starters at the point of attack. Caden Proctor, 330 pounds, uh, uh, has shown here that he's someone that can play early on the college level. Javen Williams is, is uh, my favorite interior offensive lineman at this event. Now he can play tackle at Penn State. He can play all three. He can play across the offensive front, six foot four, uh, a long, extremely athletic, powerful. The way he pulls is fun to watch, the, the way he gets out in front. And, and runs. And then Monroe Freeling, who's headed to Georgia, super long, can bend, has all the traits you, you, you covet uh, on the offensive line. It's been really fun watching some of these one-on-one -on -one matchups. So what about on the defensive side of the ball? Who is uh, someone to watch on that side? Yeah, well, Alabama has the two most electric pass rushers here. Keon Keeley, the number one ranked edge in the land uh, for the East. And then Yonze Pierre, who's uh, been an extreme handful for the West, um, Keon Keeley, the speed, the power. Uh, um, he's probably been the most dominant edge rusher that I've seen in this setting since Will Anderson uh, dominated the All-America Bowl practice a few years ago. He's someone that Alabama probably be able to count on to help replace Will Anderson um, next season. And then Yonze Pierre, the way he can bend and torque his body, how explosive he is coming off the edge. And the exciting thing for Yonze Pierre is that he's still got a lot of physical upside in, in his game. Uh, Jordan Hall has been the best interior defensive lineman headed to Georgia. Uh, um, extremely long, explosive, powerful. He's played on the edge. He's played on the interior. And the coaches here have just talked about how coachable he is as well. Uh, I talked to Jordan Hall when he checked in. Uh, and you look at this Georgia class that's ranked number two nationally, the interior of the defensive line was a big point of emphasis for Kirby Smart and his staff this cycle as they try and replace guys like Jordan Davis, who helped them win a national championship last year, and then Jalen Carter, who's the middle of their defense this year as they try and repeat as champions. Uh, um, Jordan Davis and uh, um, Jamal Jarrett are two guys that they envision being the next uh, uh, mainstays on the interior uh, of Georgia's defensive line by Job, who's headed to Michigan State. He's been extremely dominant uh, as a defensive end as well. A couple linebackers that have really stood out. Anthony Hill going to Texas. He's a plug-and-play guy for the Longhorns, part of their top five class, a crucial recruiting win 
for the Longhorns in a defense that really had significant improvement in year two of the Steve Sarkeesian era. Anthony Hill helps them continue to ascend. He is a tone-setting linebacker that is around the football on every play, just instinctual, short area quickness, short area burst, change of direction, tackle ability. He can cover Ruben Owens downfield, which is extremely hard to do uh, for a linebacker. And then LSU bound linebacker Whit Weeks. You know, LSU has a top 10 class. Uh, Whit Weeks uh, has, has been terrific here as well uh, with his showing his ability to cover. We already know he's a pad popper as well. He's a terrific two-way player on the high school level that uh, I think is going to be one of the best second-level defenders in the SEC for years to come. And then in the secondary, uh, um, guys that have gotten their hands on a lot of footballs include Ohio State safety signee Malik Hartford. He's broken up as many passes as, as anyone down here. Tyler Scott, who's going to announce his college decision on Saturday. I like where Auburn sits for him. He's uh, He's been around a lot of football. Same with Auburn cornerback and Lee. Uh, Calvin Simpson Hunt is one of the more traitsy uh, defensive backs here with his with his ability to run. And then Jelani McDonald, he has been as is, is terrific a player as anybody here at the All-America Bowl through two days. He's also going to announce his college decision this weekend. I like where Texas stands. And Jelani McDonald's playing corner here. He's on an island. He's covering Carnell Tate with no safety help and making plays downfield. And this is a guy that could be a safety rover linebacker. He's just going to be a mismatch eraser on the next level, a phenomenal football player. Love what I've seen from Jelani McDonald. All right, that's quite the list. Well, you kind of alluded to it, but there's a few guys who are not signed, not committed yet in this 2023 class, and they will be making their decisions during this game. So kind of give us the rundown of who we can expect to see announced on Saturday. Right. So we can start with Jelani McDonald again, just because, look, Texas has the number three recruiting class in the country right now. And as they try and build this defense into one that is SEC caliber, Jelani McDonald, if they land his pledge over TCU and Oklahoma State, which I think they will, will give them one of the most versatile defensive backs in, in the country. So you're putting him uh, on the same in the same defensive class with Anthony Hill, terrific defensive backs, and with Malik Muhammad and Derek Williams. Texas, who I thought recruited the front seven at an excellent level in the 2022 cycle, coming behind with, with some tremendous players in that second level and in the secondary, Jelani McDonald would be a, a, a major pickup and his relationship with Coach Choate and getting a chance to sit down with him and watch film on his official visit, I think really has put Texas in prime position to land a commitment from him. Mikhail Harrison Pilot is a receiver from Temple, Texas. That's going to also announce his college decision. And uh, for a while, it looked like TCU was the team to beat, but a Houston legacy. I like where Houston stands going into this announcement. Houston had a good season. They have one of the more exciting passing attacks under Dana Hogerson and company. Coach Shorts over there, he has a phenomenal relationship with him. And then just the way that Houston used Tank Dell and Matt Gold Golden, who is one of the finest freshman receivers in the country, an opportunity to go play with Matt Golden. I think uh, uh, that has put Houston in really good position to land Mikhail Harrison Pilot. And then the other guy I want to talk about is offensive tackle. Tackle Caden Jones. He is the biggest person here, Grace. Uh, the only one to touch six, seven on our measurements. He's massive. He's got long arms, big hands. Uh, out of New Orleans, De La Salle. He's announcing between Florida, Texas A&M, and Houston. 
And I like where the Gators stand for him. Uh, uh, took his official visit in December where he got a chance to get around the guys in the locker room, get around some of the commits. And I think he also likes the fact that Florida has a two offensive line coach system. There's a lot of emphasis uh, on the offensive line in that building. And then he's known Coach Napier for a long time. When Coach Napier and those guys were at the University of Louisiana, they targeted Caden Jones. And then when they got over to Florida, they got him to campus in the summer for camp. They've obviously gotten him back since. And I think that Florida's in a really good position and and, and bolstering uh, uh, their 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 talent level around the line of scrimmage has, has been crucial for them this cycle. And, and Caden Jones is a, is a guy that is an exciting developmental prospect. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Well, let's look a little bit further into the future with this 2024 class. And Steve, you want to talk about Georgia. Right now, their 24 class ranks third in the team rankings with six commits. But it looks like they might add another one at the All-American Bowl on Saturday. Who might that be? Yeah, it's been a back and forth recruitment here at the end with top 247 safety Peyton Woodyard. I've liked Georgia. I like Georgia for a while for Peyton Woodyard with Ohio State as the competition, but Texas is the program that's made things interesting here late in, in, in Peyton's process. But as I sit here and talk to you Thursday morning, Grace, I think that Georgia has is is gonna has maintained a strong position, and I think it's going back in their favor, the relationship with the coaching staff. He's been to Athens several times, including the victory over Tennessee, the track record of development in the secondary, and just the amount of DB coaches that they have. Fran Brown, Will Muschamp, Kirby Smart himself. I think that those are exciting things that uh, uh, Georgia, the success on the field, the success on the draft, the, the player development, the culture, and the atmosphere on game day, uh, even though Texas has made this one interesting at the end, I'm sticking with my Georgia pick right now and riding with the Bulldogs for Peyton Woodyard. Grace, Georgia's got the number two recruiting class in the country in 2023. Uh, uh, Alabama, they're number one with the second highest rated recruiting class in 24-7 sports history with Texas A&M going number one all time two years ago. George is going to be one to watch in 2024 with what they have on the board here. When I just look at the top 10 prospects in the country, Dylan Rayola, the number one overall player in the country. I know Georgia has a quarterback commit in Ryan Puglisi, but I think that they can be a factor for Dylan Rayola as well. Rayola at one point favored Georgia before ultimately committing to Ohio State. He reopened his process. I think Georgia could be a factor for Dylan Rayola. K.J. Bolden's the number two player in the country uh, out of Buford, Georgia. I think that the Bulldogs are excellently positioned for him alongside 
programs like Ohio State and, and LSU. Sammy Brown's the top linebacker in America. I know I've said it on Whip Around before. I think Georgia leads for Sammy Brown out of Jefferson, Georgia. They're in an excellent position for Mike Matthews out of Parkview High with the likes of like Clemson and, and, and Notre Dame, Alabama, USC. I still think Georgia leads for Ellis Robinson, the number one corner in the country out of IMG Academy, who recently put out his top five. So uh, Georgia, they already have the number one tight end in the fold in Landon Thomas. They have one of the top linebackers in the country committed in Demarcus Riddick. They have the number three class in the country early on, but they are the heavy favorite to finish number one in 2024. And it could be a historic class for Kirby Smart and company. And of course, two straight national title games, perhaps two straight national championships. The NFL draft's been great to them. And this coaching staff, in addition to being great evaluators on the trail, so many of these guys build great relationships from Todd Hartley in that tight end room to Del McGee uh, um, to, to uh, uh, Coach Trey Scott and Coach Chidera. Uh, to, to Coach Schumann, Coach Will Muschamp heavily involved, Coach Smart's a closer. They got great off-field recruiters, guys like David Cooper. Uh, and, and so it's it's uh, uh, Georgia uh, could be in for a historic class in 2024. Yeah, Kirby Smart keeps uh, stacking these top classes on top of each other, and the rich keep getting richer. All right, let's take a look at some of these mailbag questions. Thanks, as always, to our viewers and listeners for sending them in, and please continue to do so. So we're going to start with one from Dame World. He asks, is Oregon a legit threat for Nicholas Harbor? Well, they have what he's looking for. You know, this is a young man that wants to run in the Olympics. He wants to play in the NFL, and he wants to be an orthopedic surgeon. And Oregon's got a track record of football players running in the Olympics with Devin Allen. They have the most prestigious track and field program in the country. They have the most, uh, uh, they have the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the most famous track arena in Hayward Field. Uh, um, it's track capital USA out there. And so that program's certainly going to move the needle for Nicholas Harbor. Uh, the football program is on the rise. Uh, Dan Lanning and, and that staff have proved that they can close with a fury like they did to end the early signing period. Now, I would still put them fourth going into the visit. I mean, I like where um, Maryland is. I think Michigan's in a sneaky good spot, and he doesn't have a better relationship with any set of commits than South Carolina. So he's real comfortable with the people he'd play with at South Carolina. But Oregon checks a lot of boxes for Nicholas Harbor. It's no surprise late in the cycle they're going to get an official visit. I would imagine that trip will move the needle. We'll see how much in a few weeks. All right, our next question coming from Florida season. What impresses you about Florida defensive line signee Kelby Collins? Yeah, well, first of all, he's just got a great frame. I mean, he is he is uh, six foot five, six foot six, two hundred sixty five, two hundred seventy pounds, out of Gardendale, Alabama. I got a chance to see him live at the Alabama Mississippi All Star Game, and thought that he really flashed with his athleticism, length, and, and size. And I, I think with Florida. You know, defensive line is their their need on the defensive line was as big a need as any program has in the country. And for them to go and get Kelby Collins and Cameron James, those are massive recruiting wins. Anytime you look at a a, a, a stat sheet for a defensive lineman and you see over a hundred tackles, 
That is a fantastic season. This is a young man that in 10 games racked up 101 tackles as a senior, 20 and a half tackles for loss, two straight years where he's had 20 stops in the backfield, 12 sacks. So he's a pass rusher. He's a run stuffer. He's versatile. He can play across the front. And he's a guy that Florida's going to count on very early uh, in his career. And he has the physical makeup to come in and give the Gators some, 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 some burn as a true freshman. Okay. Our last question is from Got Ito. He asks, which recently hired head coach do you think did the best job recruiting the 2023 class? And Steve, I didn't even realize until this question was asked, four of the top 10 classes were signed by first year head coaches. So that's really impressive. Yeah. Could have gone a number of ways here, Grace. And, uh, um, I'm not going to cop out and say two, but I wish I could have said Oklahoma and Miami. We're going to go Miami here, but Oklahoma, they have the nation's um, number 123 defense under Brent Venables. He has to be horrified by that based on his track record as a coach. And this number five ranked recruiting class is full of potential difference makers on defense to help get them on track and play the level of defense he wants to play with guys like Peyton Bowen and Makari Vickers in the secondary and Adepujo, Adebaware as electric a pass rusher as there is in this class. Samuel Omosigos is a uh, athletic linebacker, as you're going to find. But Miami, they're one spot ahead of them. We got to rock with the Hurricanes. It's a terrific class for, for Miami as uh, uh, um, Mario Cristobal and that staff aims to, to turn around a program that goes five and seven in, in his first year. Uh, they're looking for bigger bodies on both sides of the ball that they need. There's not a room that doesn't need uh, a boost, but but this is a class that they have the best offensive line class in the country, headlined by Francis Maui Goa and Samson Okunlola, two five-star ready-made offensive tackles that can come in physically ready to go. Um, uh, it's a talented defensive line class for them, led by Ruben Bain, who's as productive a player behind the line of scrimmage as there is in the country. I think that they're getting more dynamic in the receiver room and running back room. Nathaniel Joseph is an instant impact player for them out of Miami Edison. They flipped him from Clemson earlier in the cycle, uh, but I think he's one of the more dynamic slot receivers in the country. Mark Fletcher for a second straight year gives them a 220 pound plus running back to go with Trevante Citizen. Uh, uh, he's been fantastic. He had a fantastic senior season where he rushed for over 1500 yards. He's been terrific down here at, at the all America bowl. Uh, um, but I, I think this Miami class is one that can be the foundation for the hurricanes turning things around. And then certainly they're hitting it hard in the portal as well. All right. Well, good stuff, Steve. Thanks for your coverage. We'll be looking forward to seeing the rest of your stuff coming out of San Antonio. And just a reminder to everyone that the All-American Bowl kicks off at 1 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. So up until then and throughout the weekend, keep an eye on our reporters and scouts down there. They are just cranking out the best information for you. So subscribe to 247sports.com. And as always, subscribe to the 247 Sports YouTube channel for more content like this. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.